0: Welcome to the Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast, where we help people help people. Our vision is to support all the individuals out in the world who are helping others become better versions of themselves. We represent a group who create intuitive mind solutions for the challenges in the world today. Human potential has been limited because we have forgotten that our true strength as humanity is the ability to work together. We will stand by your side, we will have your back, and we will do whatever we can do to support you and your vision to help others. Today, in this age of awakening, it is time to bring the intuitive minds of intuitive people together to awaken the rest of the world. We are here to bring together the right people at the right time to create the right solutions that the world needs in order to thrive.
1: The Intuitive Mind Solutions podcast is hosted by Dr. Matthew Bresky and co-hosted by Dr. Adrian Oreen and Joshua Boulouins. Stay relaxed, everybody.
0: Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the 22nd episode of our Intuitive Mind Solutions podcast, where we help people help people. And today we got a special guest with us today. And uh, her her name is Sabrina Sayer. Did I say your name right?
1: Yes, you got it.
0: Okay. And right now, what we're doing is, uh, with our podcast, we just give people a chance to talk about their program so we can give them another avenue to market their material at, um, at a different way so people can kind of get to know who you are or can hear your story, the what, the why, uh, and the how, and we get to answer those questions about your program that you have. And after seeing what you're doing online on social media and stuff, I've, I became interested, very curious about how you're helping people And as our show goes, it's like, we want to help you help more people. So I will give you the floor and let you kind of tell everybody who you are, where you're from and what you're up to.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, So like you said, Sabrina, and I like when people ask like, what do you do? And I almost turn it around. Like, what do you want? Because I have a lot of tricks in my in my box, in my toolbox, however you want to call it. So I guess you could say I'm a coach and I think it was with you. Like, are you a lifestyle coach? What are you? Well, what do you need me to be? What do you need? And that's what's really different in experiencing an interaction with me, or if you hire me to actually coach you because yes, there's fitness. Yes. There's nutrition. Yes. There's mindset. Yes. There's lifestyle. Yes. There's energy healing. So it's a lot of different things and people need different things at different times. They integrate it at different speeds they implement it differently it's like the barometer is always going up and down and every day you're going to need and experience things differently i know this sounds like a really broad like what are you even talking about um but starting to we sorry my dogs are really not very fun in the background starting to weave the web for them and make those connections because it's never an isolated thing. People want this transactional experience. Like, well, I want to get fit, therefore I need this program and I will do X, Y, Z and I will get to F or whatever the equation is. It's never like that. We're not, you know, we're not robots. We're all unique. We have unique set of skills, experiences, stories, and desires. And as we can cultivate what that means to you You know, like everyone's like, oh, you're super. Well, yeah, that's my super. What's yours? And maybe you don't call it super. But what is the life you want to create? So I am really good at helping ask questions to develop your own reality, which is going to change every day. What? I don't get it.
0: My mind is is blown.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a it's taking it from all sides and you're exactly right. I think on, on this strategy, because if you keep it routine and mundane and the same thing every day, yeah, people, Mm -hmm. I think uh, probably don't commit to that as much. Yeah. And it's not
1: to say that I don't have a program. Like I definitely have a program, but I mean, it's a sliding scale. I have a background in art, you know, how they always have that standard deviation. We'll start you here. We'll give you this. And then, I'll keep checking in on you, which is you checking in on you. I'm always asking like, hey, where are you at? Where were you? Where are you at today? Where do you want to go? And so you keep going back and forth, back and forth. So you're moving and it's never linear. You're going to bounce around a heck of a lot. And to make sure that people understand that's going to happen. It's not, we're just conditioned right now to like, we want something. Therefore, we're going to have it and it's going to go this way. And that's not how it actually goes. Then you're not open to the experience and it's not always pretty and fluffy, but talk about it. Talk about all the things connect the dots. Yes. Adrian's <laughs> nodding. Yes. Yes.
2: I agree. I agree totally. And, yeah. uh, I love what I, the little bit I looked on uh, Facebook on your Facebook on website, of. uh, uh for runners uh yeah you uh yeah you have you have implemented that art form in mm-hmm. in your coaching and even the word coach is really broad it's like it doesn't it's like Run. a like a put everything box <laughs> Yeah. okay yeah. and uh so it's really about yeah you do your own formula and uh, your own formula is actually you have some references but you have the uh the sensitivity and the confidence to actually adapt it to to the person you have in front of you that's uh yeah Yeah. that's like a lot to bring the art form to to the business to the lifestyle i
1: like i like that you said that yeah yeah, because
2: I'm I'm good... really like this too. I uh, I don't like doing everything the same way, the same time every day. And I mm-hmm. <laughs> with Matt, we're still also um, figuring out how how do we structure it? How do we structure this thing that is so so everywhere, so malleable? You know, not really. Uh, that's what I that's what I do with
0: our treatment plans for for our our patients clients, whatever you want to call them. Um, they ask me, how how's, how long is this going to take? I go, I don't know. <laughs> I go, how, however long your body takes to heal. Uh, but as you improve, then we'll see you less. And we, we keep it dynamic because essentially how you're working is you don't treat people as if they came out of a book. Even though you have the art background and I think from our previous discussion, you degrees in biology and chemistry as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know how things work coming from a book, but people aren't that. No. And so, so yeah. I think and it's great that you do that.
1: And, yes. I mean, look at your sign, intuitive mind. I mean, learning to read people and then also teaching them to eventually – tune into themselves to read themselves because, you know, even though, you know, I coach you or you heal them, you don't really, you no. offer the tools so they can heal themselves That's and right. that they can coach themselves. And people are like, but wait, that doesn't make sense until it does.
0: Yeah. That'll yeah. go into our, our subject at the at the later mm-hmm. section of this show because, yeah. Um, yeah, that'll we'll talk about that in depth in a little bit yeah. But yeah. you're exactly right. Uh, we don't heal as chiropractors. We don't heal anything. We provide the tools to the to the person that we're adjusting, so their body can heal itself. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a lot of different directions as well. And you know, one big thing I like is that because of this podcast that we're doing, we're connecting with a lot of people. So even yeah. on our website, your your program will be available on our website as well, and then we can just tell people, yeah, I think you need this because I'm good at certain things, but I know I'm not good at everything in helping guide a person. That's one thing I'm certain of. And so mm-hmm. I just want to be able to provide the resources for people to have so they can from all those different directions sure. to be to be helped. <laughs> so thank you for joining our live, so we can refer people to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's good. You got to build your Build your community, and it really is endless and limitless.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. And what kind of uh, things do you do to keep yourself motivated and keep yourself um, fit for doing this? Because you're helping quite a few clients every month, every, every yeah. day. Yes. And how do you take care of yourself?
1: Um, well, coaches need coaches, too. I definitely, I'm really committed about, well, of course, for me, I run and I do my own strength and I call it fusion. So that's my physical being. I do go and get body work and I have a network of friends that I connect with and download my brain. That's important. I have kids. I'm not saying that they're, they're my support system, but that's another role I have and being aware of what parts of me are being pulled in different directions and i'm also in an an intuitive mind program as well so i think it's important to just have there's never one thing or one person or one avenue it's pulling and i'm just always aware of what i need more of at certain times in my life and because i've been doing this a while it's like oh Guess what's going on? I'm gonna have to go or not have to get to go over here and rely on this a little bit more, or go over here and have this conversation with this person or back off and go run a little bit in the trails connect to nature. So I'm pulling from different things all the time. Sometimes it's okay to sleep more, giving myself permission to rest because I fought resting for a long time because I'm too strong to need rest. That was just a dumb story that actually wore me out. So I'm always curious on information, you know, your body's going to give you the information. Are you listening? You know, I don't use a device to tell me if I'm tired, hungry, (laughs) need water, (laughs) I'm running fast enough. It's like, (sighs) you guys, what's going on? That's a whole other topic.
0: apps for all that. (laughs) Ah, I
1: mean, uh, yeah. Uh, it's called listening to yourself and actually saying, "Hey, self, what do you need today? What's up?" Like,
0: mm-hmm. and you get to use your experience and how you're basically doing this with yourself. You, I imagine, you use that uh, with your clients as well. From your oh,
1: absolutely, you know. yep, yep, absolutely. And I don't know everything, and that's okay. We keep learning, you ask for other help, you outsource, you go learn somewhere else, you openly say, hey, I don't actually know much about this, let's discover it. Or, hey, this was my experience. I don't, like, open up a fire hose and shove it down their face like you need to do it this way. It's more questions and offering um, a platform, a safe place.
0: And how much empathy do you have within you quite a bit? I imagine
1: for myself. Yeah. For
0: the, for the others.
1: Oh yes. Yeah.
0: into that.
1: That's a, that's a really good thing to bring up. So empathetic people, um, until we learn energy, it's all energy. How much are we giving away or absorbing? Empaths tend to absorb people's energy. Um, you know, like, are you slitting your wrists for everyone else like you're a martyr? That's not really helping people. You have to keep enough for yourself and fill your cup up yourself. So, yes, I'm an empath, and I used to give it all away till I was empty. And it wasn't until I understood what was going on with my energy transactions between people and myself, was I able to build my in this self-love, self-awareness, self-care, self-worth, to keep it for yourself so that you could share more and also have that boundary. So people don't rely on me for my energy. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Hey guys, this is mine. This is yours. We can talk about things, but this is the boundary here. And a lot of empaths tend to just like blow it all out and give it away. And then they're just worn out. And then you see the burnout.
0: Yeah, yeah I, it's good. You brought it. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know that <laughs> yeah, we know the subject. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's okay. And I mean, if you don't talk about it, then what are we going to pretend? It's not real. Yeah. 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 Talk about
0: it. And so for you, you know how to hold your 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 border. You can keep that from
1: I, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm. I'll laugh at myself now. Like, oh, I did it again. I was over helping, or no wonder I'm really tired. I wasn't, you know, we we'll use that term, filling my cup back up. Okay, as a growing, mature person, human in this world, how can I do better? And I can't. I can't coach with any integrity if I'm telling telling. I don't, if I'm sharing how to do one thing and totally doing the other and I did that before because I, I was better than that. I didn't need the rest. I didn't need this. Oh gosh, no. What a story. What a story. So now in my authenticity, <laughs> my integrity, taking care of myself, walk the walk.
2: And yeah. how did you uh, because I saw in you were your website about runners that uh, uh, that you did four marathons in four consecutive days oh yeah right and <laughs> I've uh, done how, like <laughs> so uh, <laughs> for me it's out of this world and uh, and uh, so how how did you actually prepare for the competition and prepare for that particular effort while listening to your body yeah, It was just Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, a little bit. So that's like a fine line to dance. It's a little fu to your body. You know, and it takes a while to build up to that. There's that line, you know, and you start here and you just keep pushing that line a little. Fi- and sometimes you go over and you burn out. So you just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Endurance athletes were a little different in the head and body. Um, And it's not like I went and ran 25 miles a day to train for it. I um, implemented different strategies as far as, you know, running on trail. So it's a little bit more exhausting, doing more strength and building up over a few months, you know, two, three hour workouts a day. And then also just going into it and being like, you know what, this is going to be hard slow your pace down and just you know approach it differently it's not a race mm. for speed it's a race mm. for endurance and it's just different that way okay yeah, yeah. And okay. I've done 100 milers and i've done five marathons in five days i've done a lot of crazy mm. stuff yeah, but i not- think it, it's the physical and the mental you know if you don't have one they're matching or they don't, and then you fall apart. I've seen people fall apart in races because they're already up there going like, this is too far, I can't do it, I'm tired. And it's like, whoa, what are you doing? You're already checking yourself out. Yes, train yourself physically, but also know on a, a mental level like, hey, I got this, I can do it. What do you want? How's that gonna look? How's it gonna feel? It's like future projection a little bit. You know, big football players, they're imagining winning the Super Bowl they go through a full visualization. So that way, when they're physically doing it, they know what's going to happen. And I also know, hey, it's going to start to hurt and embrace it. Lean into the discomfort. And again, that parallels into coaching people into real life. Hey, guys, this is going to be hard. Mm. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You know, your body's going to feel different. Moving, eating, thinking differently and lean in. Our, our first instinct is to kind of run away and we're, we're cultured to want to run away because it should be comfortable and easy and everyone should have the same thing. It's like that's lean in, lean in and dig and, you know, have a little bit of the expectation that it's going to be uncomfortable. And then, you know, you push that bar up. you keep pushing that bar up. And then what was uncomfortable isn't and that's how you just keep elevating. Cool.
2: Did yeah. that answer the question for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Um I, I had a feeling uh a lot of time and I used to do that too, uh, not on the professional level for sure, but push myself and not listening, just I go, I go. And yeah. and I, yeah and then looking at my friends, I would just my friends would be way further and I would just, okay, push and go. Uh, I would play rugby as a teenager yeah. and really about the, you know, guys would be much fitter than me much stronger and, uh, okay, I, I go, I go, I go. And uh, yeah, I it just uh, yeah. Bro- broke both cl- clavicles on on uh, two different games, but was, yeah, okay. And that's, uh, yeah, that, my body telling me, stop, just stop the bullshit uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, go on your own rhythm and yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's your own experience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Awesome. And uh, I would see, yeah, also uh, like athletes would be, my head would be like always pushing, always pushing, always pushing and just I uh like a you know they don't know they don't know what rest is they don't know maybe they know but it's like very disciplined or very squared and structured they but they that's the only life they they have and they you know in my head that would be like this for a long time and then uh, the more i check in the more i look now and it's like no it's, yeah. they have families they have friends they you know they have that's that's not the, the only life they have so they're also human, yeah. somewhat. So, yeah. <laughs> Aren't it? <laughs> Fortunately, to like a, thank God they're human too. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, how long have you been uh, coaching people then?
1: Mm, about 10 years, I think. 10 years. Yeah.
0: Goes fast, huh?
1: Yeah, it goes really fast. I mean, growing up, I was always the the person all the friends came to. Hey, I'm going through this big life thing, or can you give me advice on this? So I think it's just been part of who I am naturally. I mean, gosh, you guys, we should actually experience life as our <laughs> authentic selves and lean into what we're naturally good at. We all have our own genius and gifts. And I think for a while, I was I was angry about it and I fought myself and I I posted this on one thing, like, what is it about yourself that you reject? And people got all like up in the air, but we've all on some level rejected ourselves. Like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to be this weird empathetic person leading people. That sounds so exhausting. Well, that was again, a stupid story that led me down a path of not leading my authentic life and pulling back here. And it just feels really comfortable and natural.
0: And if somebody listening to this show wants to get contact with you, what is the best way to do that in order to find uh, what you're doing and maybe get a conversation with you to see if that your coaching is a fit for them?
1: Sure. That's a very good way to put it too. Um, Facebook, have you heard of this thing? (laughs) Called Facebook is pretty – Pretty easy, or email, and I can provide that too. Um, but Facebook is, is like meeting people, the new way to meet people at the bar, out at the grocery store, at the park. But at a really cool global level, I love that's in how, the messenger. That's huh? how we met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now we can meet people from all over, and you can actually get in contact with more people of your, your like mind. Or if you're curious to learn something else, you're not limited to just your region. And that's what's been really fun is to, for myself, even open myself up to more learning, more clients, just more availability to do stuff like this and connect. And yeah, and it's a conversation because what do you want? If I have something written on paper, you know, you might read it and be like, that's not for me because you already have this dialogue in your head of what you think you need. And it probably is not even what you actually could be experiencing to live the life that you would actually like to create. Then I get to ask you lots of questions. (laughs) Just a
0: conversation. That's the fun fun part.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, So then what we'll do is in the description of this, we'll have your name and information so people can find you on Facebook. And you also have a group on Facebook
1: Yeah, I have a free group, Mm
0: -hmm. and that free group is kind of another support structure that you built for people to kind of, kind of find their community. Yeah, that they're not alone.
1: Yep, yep. Because the Facebook profile is like the big one where anyone could just find me, and not everyone wants to hear about all the things I want to talk about. And then in the group, I could go in a little bit more depth on things like building out your life looking at things. So then they get a taste of how I coach. So it doesn't seem so out there.
0: Yeah. And I had another question. I saw in one of your videos, you were talking a little bit about the energetic or spiritual component. Mm -hmm. What type of energy work are you doing? Like what, what like I'm curious about that myself because me and Adrian are kind of stepping into that as well. And I'm curious what other people are doing as well.
1: Yeah, I think that what is powerful and amazing is you guys can do it the way you want to do it. And to see how other people do it will spark your curiosity, how you could deliver it differently. And there's a disconnect in what people think energy work is and what it really is. And to be able to deliver it in a cool guy way, cool guy, cool girl, you know, so you don't have to be this person like, you know, um, all day drinking water and eating like toast. That's not <laughs> how it is. It's just any regular Joe, Mary can learn what the heck energy work is because it's just about paying attention to your own self and how you're experiencing this world as a human being and why we get so messed up, why we actually are depressed, have anxiety, overeat, drink, you know, do drugs. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on why we have inflammation, why we really feel like crap. It's because we are not paying attention to our own energy system, giving it away, taking on other people's energy, not paying attention to our spiritual woo-woo side. I'm going to call it that, whatever you want to call it. I mean, we're complicated, complex, yet very simple beings here. And I think the more ways that people could be introduced to what energy work is, it's gonna be much more powerful so that people can start to, I don't wanna wake up, but start to live their life as their authentic selves. Isn't that, wouldn't that be cool? If we could all have self-love and self-worth and feel good. I mean, is that a wild concept? Yes. (laughs) How do you sell that? How do you package that with a big old label on it and make it a Fortune 500 company?
2: 1% of the time, I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is definitely a very idealistic way to think about it. And that's, why not think that way? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, if
1: you guys can interact with just a few people throughout your whole life and then those people, it's like, actually living remember that pay it forward movie it's actually like living that the more people you can start spreading dare i say virus like (laughs) go viral with the like good stuff you know it's like pass that on
0: yeah and it seems like that and we'll and what topic we're going to discuss here in a second there's a little i think it's a little controversial um it's about that connection that's been lost you know, we live in the most technologically advanced time in the history of mankind, and yet we are so disconnected from ourselves first, then we disconnect from each other, and then we disconnect from nature. Yes. And the problem now or the challenge now is how can we find that again? And I think that that's happening as, as more, the more people start to wake up. And that the, the right people are coming together at the right time to find the right solutions. And I think that's, we're right in the middle of it. It's, it's quite an exciting time for me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's why we're in this conversation because, you know, we vibe with your vibe. Yeah. That's for sure. And is there anything else you want to say about your program or your coaching with the audience before we go on the next uh topic
1: no, I mean I, I'm not a pushy person it it sounds a little scary, like hey, she's just gonna ask you questions, but again, it's just a <laughs> conversation. If you're curious, be curious like why not be curious and I have like someone came and um we had this conversation, and then she felt bad. she was, well i can't you know I can't sign up right now and she had all these things I'm like, well, that's okay i didn't I had zero expectations that she was going to want me to coach her or not want me to coach her. I said, I was just open to having a conversation with you to see if it was a match or not. I mean, and and I said, and can you do one favor for yourself? Can you say thank you for meeting me? Because then I feel gratitude back for having a conversation with her because everyone I get to talk to, everyone I meet, then I understand people better. And then I can also understand maybe what they need better. So maybe the next person needs something similar and I can also bring it into clients I have or create a whole nother, who knows, right? Create something else that is needed or send them to you if you're a better fit or you you don't know. And I think we're just so afraid to even ask or have a conversation that we just stop ourselves from experiencing anything. 'Cause we have these expectations. I'm bad. They won't want me. I don't have enough money. I'm not good enough. Whoa, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs>
0: that's uh, the stories we tell ourselves every day. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's that's the stuff. That's a meat we work on in my program. We work on like the shame, the guilt, the stories, the authenticity. Where's the broccoli? Where's the squats, right? We talk about that stuff, but it's usually a whole dialogue of getting messed up over here, which affects over here, then it goes over here, and then you end up in the top of line.
0: Easiest thing to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just having conversation. That was a long winded answer.
2: And how did you um, start with uh, running and being in a professional athlete?
1: Yeah. Well, I was mad. I was angry. And I needed to put that somewhere. So I, you know, I was married and in in very unhappy and I guess asleep and felt suppressed and wasn't living the life I wanted to live. I was trying to live in someone else's box and starting to realize like this is suffocating me and literally start running and meeting new people and building a community there. And it just felt so liberating. Mm. I felt like I found my people. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And got in nature a lot, sort of running in the trails, running in the mountains, by the water, yes. and literally got out of my little box of trying to be the Stepford wife that <laughs> mm. <laughs> didn't very well. <laughs> so and a lot a- of people feel yeah. that way. And then they feel stuck. So you're not stuck.
2: right? right. So you, you, you didn't start running as a child or as a teenager? Or was, um,
1: no, I was an athlete since I was very young. I was exposed to all sports and played okay. through, you know, I, I thought I was going to go play in college, but I got really sick in high school. So I didn't play okay. in college. But I played intramural sports. Um, but I was known to go and rollerblade for hours or bike for hours or run for hours just to kind of check out. I mm-hmm. have this wanderer side of me. That likes to just go wander for hours in my own thoughts, okay, yeah, that's not for everyone
2: No but i know I know many people like that um mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, yeah, go biking for hours because that that's when they can does their way to to meditate to center themselves just go on a bike
1: or yeah, yeah, go run. Moving meditation, which it's not the same as actually like sitting and getting really quiet, but you can sort a lot out. I think I've written an encyclopedia and you know, how many novels, a whole library of books in my head running. Mm. But I I like that. I like being by myself. (laughs) I'm okay with myself.
0: That's very important. That yes. is the when most important <laughs>
2: part,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, people are like, how can you stand being alone? I'm like, how could you not stand being alone? Do you really not like yourself? Whoa.
2: Yeah.
0: You have the great questions.
1: Yeah. Well, let's think about this. You live with yourself 24-7. Why are you yeah. trying to take care of everyone else?
0: Yeah, it's like the... Person on the airplane with your child. Who are you going to mm-hmm. put the oxygen on first? You yeah. or the child? You better put it on yourself first.
1: Crazy concept.
0: Yeah. So, topic. I'm choosing this based on our call. I'm choosing a. I don't know if we can call it a controversial topic, but it's something related to what we've been discussing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. What is your view on cultural conditioning of the the culture we have now and the lack of personal sovereignty and responsibility?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a really big, broad one.
0: But so then we could just go in because we want to offer a solution behind it. So what you can do is discuss how you feel about the, the lack of, personal sovereignty people tend to have and they're the people don't have responsibility anymore for their own actions. They're always blaming others
1: for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, do you think that's basically a cultural conditioned thing now based on what we're seeing in the world now today?
1: Yeah. And then there's so many different cultures. I think broadly generically, yes, is a, good answer for that but is there a good or bad answer and I'm even judging that look at that uh, I think it's important to be curious on oh man <laughs> You're like, look at um, you know I mean I think of my one client who actually was born and raised in India and she's I watch her struggle because like the cultural stuff she has with an arranged marriage and what's supposed to be versus what she really wants for her life. And my gosh, it's really interesting to watch. And that's all over where we, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be any, you know, broad humanitarian laws. Like this isn't a free for all, you know, respect each other thing, but, yeah. I think we do tend to look outside of ourselves for solutions because we're the marketing. Think of the marketing in the yeah, world.
0: That's that's you, what we're fighting.
1: You that's- need this to feel better. You must look like this to, to be successful. You must have this big house or you're uh, like not a good person. We've been talking about shame in my group. And you know, one person's like, I, I'm that divorced dad who only gets his kids every other week. And someone else was like, well, you know, half the world's divorced, no one's judging you, but they're, they're walking around with this perception mm. of judgment. And then they're trying to then, you know, in general, people like they don't feel good about themselves. So they keep trying to buy this, or then the government's going to help you and they're going to take care of you. If you just do this, um, is that kind of answering you know, what you're thinking?
0: Yes. So essentially, I guess the, the conversation leads work. Where- that we almost have to uncondition ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> unlearn ah, the, yeah. what we, what we've learned. And I think that's what you're offering people here is mm-hmm. a solution to empowering them. Yeah. And that's yeah. like what me and Adrian with our program, we have with the center point program. Yeah. It's the same thing It's like, but we're s- kind of feel like we're selling and also in that world and like I don't like it it's not it's not a world I like because what we want to give people is their own way to assess their own mental shit so they know what's causing their discomfort empowering them to know themselves
1: this is where it gets a little sticky so if you give everything to someone for free what's the skin in their game
0: right that's
1: if you give everyone this this knowledge that you have it doesn't mean they want it it doesn't mean they're going to use it so what's the skin in the game and that's a transactional that's just unfortunately fortunately how the world is there is some kind of transaction and that's like i will give you money to learn this so i can have that and it's a it's symbiotic it is an energy exchange and i know because i've tried to do free challenges guys i want to help all these people and do you think they did it No, no, they had zero skin in the game. And when I started to ask for some kind of transactional commitment, do you think they started to step up?
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it was so interesting because I'm the same, like I thought the same. I just want to give this away. This is great. Everyone will feel better. Except I got pissed off and tired and gave away my shit for free. So (laughs) that I invested a lot of time and money into. Yeah. So then I was resentful. So, was I really helping people then? No.
0: (gasps) Adrian, what? So, I think the more of us come together, the more solutions we can provide people to understand that they don't have to be dependent on a system outside of themselves. They can have systems that they use that they learn from outside of themselves, but but essentially they have all the tools they need within themselves. Yeah. And I think we just need to have more conversations like that to give people more courage and motivation to, to know that that's, that's okay. true.
1: What does a therapist do?
0: They give therapy. <laughs> they?
1: What do they do? They ask questions, don't they? Yeah. They ask questions so you can lead yourself to your own answers.
2: They hold space for
1: mm-hmm.
2: for the process of the own person to Yeah. Uh, so that's almost be expressed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: that's almost think of it like that, you know, w- like getting back to people answering their own questions to know themselves. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> the Socrates method of yeah. teaching through questions.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's where
0: the you know this is isn't anything new but it's been forgotten
1: yes the the, the Ah.
0: conditioning conglomerate of culture is kind of doing that in order to keep people sick and controlled
1: Mm -hmm. how do you make yeah i know and i see where your discomfort is around that because you're not like a big company trying to make money off of people being sick you get that that's Yes, or or get people sick, you know, putting things purposely in a product to get people addicted to them. Oh, man, we're going to be all censored now. But at least I'm not name dropping. Um.
0: <laughs> is that somebody's, is that your computer beeping?
1: It might be. beep. It's called real life. I didn't turn the beeper off. It's okay. I'm not perfect.
0: Uh.
1: And I'm okay with it. Oh, my gosh, that's even crazier. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that was kind of like what I wanted to just see what you thought of it, because it makes it a little bit difficult sometimes when people are so culturally conditioned to -hmm. think and feel and act in a way that's not allowing them to be their authentic self. Cause I've been there. I've been that, you know, and I'm still in my ch- having my challenges stepping into my authentic self. Yeah. And so I, I feel that huge conditional cage that's been put around me. And it's like, the more you learn and the more you dive into it, the more you realize that that cage isn't even real. It's not, right? it, it's, 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 <laughs> And yeah. that's cool. It's 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 funny sometimes to reflect on certain things like like you said, you know, uh that you laugh at about things that you've thought or things that you've done and yeah. things that you've overcome in your past and you look back at the reactions that you had, you'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh my god. I've came a long way since
1: then. <laughs> oh yeah. And and there's only all the forward to go and you know can't live in the past can't live in the future
0: yes i told a client today i go stress is what stress is when you want to be there when you're here
1: uh-huh. that's a really good way to put it
0: yeah and
1: i think yeah just
0: it makes <laughs> and and that's something that is an everyday battle and challenging you know even though i talk with a lot of these principles with people, I will always say that this is a lot easier to say than to do. Mm -hmm. And you have to start in steps and you have to start by understanding certain principles of what stress does to our body. And we have to start that way where you kind of go step by step. And that's what I think about your program is really cool because you, you shift, you, you shift based on what happens. It's not something like, If something happens that's different in the person, you know how to shift and say, okay, then this is what we have to do now. I think Um, that's really cool. And
1: and I don't talk above people. Like, we were doing a shame talk, and we were talking about giving shame back. And I said, well, just imagine putting, like, dog poop in a bag and sticking it in their purse and telling them to have a nice day. And they're like, oh, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So it doesn't sound so, like, you know, therapy-ish or... Sciencey or boring, you can make it fun.
0: Yeah, we're gonna use that quote for the commercial we make of our podcast. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Being
2: true. So, mm-hmm. um, well, th- also being human is yeah, being human is part of. It's uh, only the perfection or because. Uh, we're in a evolution. So we, we live in two worlds. We live in a world of thought and energy and we live in a world of matter and we have to be the yeah, uh, play with those two um, play. characters.
1: Play. Look at yeah. that. I like that play. That makes it fun and you can be curious around it. It doesn't sound so serious.
2: Yeah, you don't shame yourself by, by playing. We just oh, yeah. I not want to play. Okay. Play. There's no goals about it. There's no, you know, attachment to or anxiety about it. Oh, I have to reach yeah. a goal. No, it's just a... Play. It's, a, it's an experience. It's just playing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everything, going back to what you... Yeah. <clears throat> um, what you said at the beginning of that conversation was uh, on a pre-call, actually, pre-call conversation was... Uh, uh, that you're not gonna pay yourself checks because uh, to to put money in the social security or health security uh, because that's uh, depending on on the state. But also it's like a white black and white of okay we're dependent or we want to be completely uh, self autonomous. Uh, but that's why there there's a community. That's why one is expert in. One is a chiropractor, the other one is a coach, the other one is uh, repair shoes, the other one uh clean surfaces, and it's because we need each other yeah. to actually function. And only because we're social animals, it's just uh, we don't have enough time to do everything. So
1: human yeah. condition.
2: Human <laughs> condition, yeah. <laughs> Complex, fun, and messy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but i think we're finding out that the 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 more we go towards culture the more nature is going to start knocking on the door and saying wait a minute that's not that's not the direction of human beings and nature and mother nature mother earth will will balance it out eventually but i think us as individuals with kind of intuitive mind thinking processes I think we're all coming together and starting to understand that we have to do a little bit of work together by kind of becoming a brighter light mm-hmm. is kind of how I'm seeing it. Yeah. And we're going to throw a big party one day and the whole world's invited. See so that'll be exciting. Oh,
1: uh, I get.
0: But we're coming to the end of the time. We've been here for almost an hour now. So, um, Just want to thank you very, very much. Very grateful for you coming on our show. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are listening, we'll have the description. In the description, we'll have uh, contact deals for Sabrina. And um, yeah, and then you can talk with her and see if what she's doing is a good fit for you. And yeah, I'm excited to hear more about your program in the future. So yeah,
1: absolutely. Thank you guys both for having me.
0: But stay on the call before uh, – I'm going to hang it up in a second and just stay on the call. Okay. After, after so, and to end all the calls, Adrian, what do we tell everybody?
2: Stay relaxed. Stay Very relaxed, important.
0: everybody. <laughs> and don't forget, stay relaxed.